Welcome everybody to this month's GPS Training Podcast. It's our eighth episode and uh, on today's podcast it's myself who is John and Andy's with us again. Fantastic. As always, we're streaming live on Facebook, so if you're not uh, if you don't like our Facebook page, please go along to GPS Training. Just put GPS Training into Facebook and like our Facebook page. Um, as um, what we're hoping to do in the future as well, we're going to maybe next month stream it live on YouTube. So that's our next step. So we're going to start doing that next month. So again, if you want to see what we look like. Uh, you'll be able to go onto our Facebook page, but we'll also put a copy of it on YouTube um, more than likely on Sunday or Monday at the very latest. So without further ado, let's get on today with today's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to look at the following. We're going to look at the new Topo Great Britain Pro 1 to 50,000 mapping from Garmin, which was launched last week. We're going to look at the SatMap Active 20 unit software update. Um, a number of things have changed. We're going to discuss what's changed there. Garmin Basecamp, the update is just around the corner. So we're going to look at some of the uh, things you need to do before that update. We've got Andy's top tips, both SatMap and Garmin. And then finally, we're going to look at our video top tips that we do every week in the GPS training online resource. The first story is Garmin's new map card, Topo Great Britain Pro 1 to 50,000. Last week, after a long wait, but more about that later, Garmin launched their 2018 map card, and it's hopefully it's modelled on the more expensive 1 to 25,000 brother or sister, the Topo Great Britain Pro 125 map set. So, Andy, what's changed about this new map card? Yep, so the new map card that's just been launched by Garmin. Um, came out last week so we're in 2018 the previous map card was dated 2015 we're normally used to the garmin releasing the new map card every four years because ordnance survey tend to update a quarter of the country every year and then every four years garmin get an update so this one's actually came out a little bit earlier so it's only been three years but the main reason for that is Garmin have been working on a new feature that they brought out with the Topo Pro 1 to 25 mapping in, in 2016 for this new map card, the, the um, 1 to 50 map card, which is what we call routable trail data on the footpath networks within the national parks. So this is a new feature that we've not had on a 1 to 50 map card before from Garmin that lets you, if you're walking in any of the 14 national parks in Great Britain, you can get the unit to snap onto footpaths and trails. And there's, I think on the spec, there's actually 58,000 kilometers of footpath trails being mapped by Ordnance Survey and Garmin that let you snap this route onto, onto the footpath. It is the way forward. It's the way we're now going. Is you know, I think we're going to look back in two or three years' time and go, actually, do you remember when we used to do direct routing all the time? It's, it's a fantastic feature. We did the, I did a review of the Topo Pro 125,000, I think, in, podcast last podcast a podcast before and i'm totally in love with this turn by turn which is brilliant i mean it's, it's turning your unit into the car sat map yeah. nav experience for on the trails so currently within the mapping that garmin do the ordnance survey mapping or ordnance survey mapping you've always had routable data on the road network yeah. so if you're a cyclist it's always let you snap on the roads but it's given you that experience now where you can just mark somewhere further ahead on a footpath and say take me there snaps mm -hmm. the route for you 
And of course, I didn't mention you get turn by turn arrows at the, if your GPS yeah. has been set up correctly, yeah. telling you where to turn left and where to turn right. You kind of get your trip notes, don't you? Such uh, your own route notes. So in the old days, when you had memory map, you get the route notes. Mm. It gives you that route notes. Mm. You know, go along the path for a mile and then yeah. turn left. It's brilliant, isn't it? And also, um, <laughs> just a small bit they've added onto this map, but John will like this because he, he's a, a visitor to the Isle of Man. Um, on the previous one to 50 map card, you didn't have the Isle of Man. Now, it was actually a free download from Garmin, but the new map card so it covers all of Great Britain. So we've got England, Scotland, Wales, but it now actually has mapping for the Isle of Man. The as best well. walking place in the Great Britain, yeah. isn't it? Or the UK, because <laughs> it's not Great Britain, it's UK. So, because we do walking holidays there, that's why we say that. So we do walking holidays with Shepherd's Walks holidays in the Isle of Man. So we've got a trip out yeah, there so in about a month's time. So, so Isle of Man's so. added to that map card as well. Fantastic. And then the famous or infamous hiking option, we can now use it. So one of the common mistakes people used to make when setting up their GPS unit, they ne never used to set up was direct route and they used to select hiking. Again, we've discussed this in the past, but now we can use this hiking option. That's what it's there for, isn't it? Yeah, so if you, again, if you're not in a national park in Great Britain, you use your GPS in the same way we've always done with the OS mapping. You, you plan a route by drawing straight lines between points you want to aim for. As John's mentioned there, with this new feature that you've now got with the 1 to 50 mapping, and we also have with the Topo Pro 1 to 25 mapping, you can set your unit to hiking when you're in a national park. And then as long as you're in one of the national parks, it'll snap on the trails. But the easiest way that we're finding a new GPS is actually set up a profile, isn't it? So we've got these profiles now. So what we've been doing this last two weeks, is since we've got the map card, we've been setting up separate profiles. So what's the benefit of doing that? Yeah, so before you send you, um, sorry, before we send a unit out, we'll set up a profile for you. So when we look at the new generation units from Garmin, so this is things like the E-Trex Touch 2535 or Oregon 700 series. When you turn them on, they have these profiles called hiking mountain biking cycling etc now the beauty is what we what, what used to do with the older units if you decided you wanted to do a different type of activity say cycling you would go into settings tell the unit you were cycling you would keep having to change settings back the beauty now with these newer units it's dead quick to set up a new profile which you could call something like hike national park yeah. and then you tell it that when you're in a hike national park activity you want it to snap onto the trails by changing settings which we show on the videos we've yeah. done and it means you're not having to keep chopping changing settings you can still do it on the older style units as well create a new profile it's just nice to have something that's just for this new mapping rather than you having to keep going in and changing settings. yeah because it might be a while since you go back into a national park it's just nice because everything well, how do i set this up if it's already set up for you, you can just go into that hike np profile that you've set up and we've done some videos so on our online resource which we're going to talk about at the end of the uh, our last story is actually going to talk about the online resource but in the online resource andy's done some videos for the oregon 700 750 haven't you on setting up the profiles and actually when i get into my tips i'm going to talk a little bit more about these profiles as well give you a little bit more information so we will come back to this uh, feature about adding a profile for the new topo pro map cards fantastic so that's our review so we really like it it's kind of what we had in the 125,000. now we've got in the 150,000. so we have this turn by turn routing within national parks confusing now because we have topo great britain pro one well, it's, it's not even changed it has it's what, changed it, yeah. not changed yet but they are going to change the topo great britain pro once twenty five thousand, then topo great britain pro once fifty thousand. but it's not topo mapping it's all in survey mapping uh typical uh americanization by uh garmin to confuse it so we're going to let the cat out of the bag here a little bit. Um, we've had this map card since uh, late last year. Me, me EG, Andy and I, uh, we re received some pre-production map cards late last year. Um, we've been helping Garmin develop this product. Um, 
it's actually before anybody says anything. Oh, how come you didn't tell us? We actually have to find a, a sign, sign a disclosure agreement with Garmin because we are we we are aware of what's happening in the future. So we signed this disclosure agreement, and we got two little map cards. Second class post, Andy. Not the best, hey. Tut tut, Garmin. <laughs> Second class post. They arrived, um, and I actually uh, between Christmas and New Year because we originally thought it was going to be launched in January. We actually, it was yeah, it was, it was January. We thought initially. Um, I actually recorded a piece for the podcast that I recorded between Christmas and New Year with this map card, uh, which we're not going to use because actually it's quite moronic because it was cold and snowy, and uh, I was talking about my Christmas lunch, uh, so I thought it wouldn't be very good to slot it into an April podcast. So we've been uh, we've been out with that. It's been interesting, Andy, to work with them because actually it's not, it wasn't correct at the beginning, wasn't it? There was a few mistakes taking place with yeah, this card. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big challenge to, to put routable data for the whole of the, you know, the footpath network, obviously for all of Great Britain, but even for the national parks, it must have been a big challenge. And we found a few little glitches and bugs, but thankfully they've been put right now. So, you know, again, again we got it to test. We tested it in various areas, various national parks, and they're very happy with the product that we've now got. It's really good. And then to say thank you, we, uh, they sent us actually, I'm going to tell you this great story, they sent us two map cards. And Andy was on holiday last week and uh, these two map cards arrived in a UPS bag. And and me being me, I opened this up. Where are these map cards from? They must have come um, from uh, from our supplier who we get our units from. So I um, I, I promptly sold them. What, what would I do with anything else? And Andy came back off his holidays and he says, uh, where's those map cards from Garmin? I said, well, I never got any map cards from Garmin. So he emails Garmin this week and says, Andy, uh, says, dear Garmin, we've not received our map cards. There was someone called John Monks signed for them in the last week. And um, yeah, Andy says, I think they arrived. Oh, I've sold those. Yeah, so, uh, so, so uh, well, we, have, we have taken two back out. We've taken two back out of the stock. So I, uh, I, I, I promptly sold the uh, the uh, the ones we got from Garmin. So yeah, sorry Garmin, and uh, I won't do that again. So we're going to find out more about these new uh, map sets and how they work. If you go to our website, which is gpstraining.co.uk, click on reviews. You will see an article, it says new 2018 mapping now with routable data within the national parks. And you'll find that on the GPS training website. And Andy's done some video reviews of how it works on the unit and also how it works on Garmin Basecamp. Base I think it's just on the Oregon, uh, well, it's just, just on the Oregon. Um, so again, you'll, you'll, you'll understand uh, how you can apply that to whatever unit that you've got. The next thing we're going to cover on today's podcast is SatMap Active 20 unit software updates. So um, SatMap did this, I think it was a, was it a week last Friday or two weeks last Friday? They did it on a Friday night. I couldn't believe well, there's this. Been a couple of, SatMap have done a couple of beta software updates in the last couple of months. There was one in February and then there was one, I think it was on the 27th of March. Right. There's been a couple of recent updates from SatMap. This is for the Active 20 SatMap. So, just the Active 20, that's right. So yeah. it's, it's snap to foot, snap to bike, snap to road, routing and routes, menus, create new profiles. So Annie's our SatMap expert. What What's change and how how is this going to help us as walkers yeah so what SatMap um, do on a regular basis you know they bring out software updates like any manufacturer does for the units so in the last couple of months there's been a couple of software updates they're what we call beta updates so that means to be honest they haven't been fully tested in the marketplace SatMap have tested them and they put them out there um, the nice thing is you can always downgrade back to the whatever the last full version of software is. But with these beta softwares, they're adding in lots of new features that, again, eventually will become fully tested. So the ones John's just mentioned there, it brings us on nicely from talking about Garmin having a new map product 
that lets you snap on the trails. What SatMap have done, if you've got one of the latest beta softwares on your unit, when you go into the route planner screen on the unit, it lets you pick that you want to create a new route on the unit and you've got the choices of snap to foot, snap to bike or snap to road. Now, quick question there. I've just been talking about the Garmin turn-by-turn routing. This SatMap, does it work within outside national parks or just within national parks it'll work anywhere but this is what what's very different about the the, the way sat map are doing this it's not on the actual map card itself ah, right, okay. it's li it, what you're basically doing with your sat map unit you need to have wi-fi connection so you need to be on a wi-fi network and when you create the route what the sat map unit's doing it's looking at sat map server to pull that data from their server right, okay. of what they call routable data for either cycling walking or I suppose a car journey. One thing, it is a beta version. It is. It hasn't been fully tested yet. There will be glitches and bugs in it, but it's worth having a look at. Now, the one big difference is it's 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 got the data from the open source, open uh, street right. market. Okay. Whether that'll change, I have a feeling they may look at changing it to data from OS. So the only thing you've got to be careful about if you want to give it a try, if you select the snap to foot option and start creating a route on footpaths and you've got the ordnance survey mapping on your sat map unit and again you've got to be linked to wi-fi mm -hmm. you might find it's not snapping on the footpaths that you can see on the ordnance survey map because it's taking the data from what we call the open source right. open street market from sat map server i think for road cycling getting it to snap on the roads that data is pretty much going to be the same so i think it's got a way to go but it's worth having a having a look at and know? when we're out and about then could i create a hotspot on my smartphone and then use the data off my smartphone yeah. or not yeah so in the future what how it'll work is so at the minute i'm talking about you sitting at home with your SatMap Active 20 connected to Wi-Fi from the Wi-Fi page. Now, of course, if you were out and about and realised you hadn't created a route and wanted to create a route using this new function, you need Wi-Fi connectability. Mm -hmm. What will happen in the future, it's not quite there yet with the beta testing that we've been doing, you'll be able to, using a phone that you've got, if you've got a smartphone that's got Wi-Fi access um, using 4G, mm -hmm. 3G, you could turn your phone on uh, with the internet access and pair the sat map to a hotspot right. on your phone. You just temporarily do that till you've created the route and then you could turn the Wi-Fi or mobile internet back off your phone. But that's not quite there yet. That is something for the future. That will happen in the future. It's amazing at the moment, isn't it, how quickly these updates are coming from uh, SatMap. You no, know, it's, it's unit six months old, is it? So, uh, is it? We, we, we got them in about uh, August last right, year. Right, okay, wasn't so it? it's a little bit older than that. And, and we're moving on. No, the soft, it's just, they're just waterproof computers, aren't they, to keep updating it. So, is there anything else from this software update? So, we've got this turn by turn routing within and outside national parks is brilliant but we have a wi-fi access to do it is there anything else in this update that we can benefit from yeah so from the latest updates from SatMap on the active 20 a couple of well there's two or three things we've picked up on that we think are really good so this is if you updated the unit in it was about mid um sorry end of february or the very latest update the very latest beta update is version 3.11.936 so john mentioned that was released on the 27th of march so if you've got that version in your unit as well as the snap to trail, a few things we've picked up on. You now have the ability to change data boxes on the trip log screen. Um, you couldn't do that before. So if you've got your SatMap Active 20 and you haven't updated it to one of these new beta versions, when you go to the trip log screen, you've got some really useful data boxes, mm -hmm. but they're preset and you can't change them. What you can now do, there's a choice of 72 different options now. So that's one of the other things they've added. They've added some new data fields as well. So we're up to 72 now. You can press down on any of those data boxes on the trip log screen and change them. Is this a good thing or not? So do you know what? 
I always liked the sat map because you couldn't change anything. And with the Garmin, people used to go in, meddle with everything, and then nothing looked the same. Now with sat map, we're kind of now changing everything. So we're kind of going to a bit so like that. Customers want the flexibility. Yes. Yeah, and actually, so. one of the other things I noticed as well, and we have actually done a video on this um, feature on changing the trip log screen on, on the online mm -hmm. training course, as well as changing the data boxes. Now, I'm doing this from memory. I think there's about 12 data boxes as standard. And some of our customers have said the data boxes are quite small to read within this new beta software, as well as changing what you see in the data boxes, you can actually change the layout so there's less data boxes, but they're much bigger. So you might just want to see six things, you know, it could be like your height, the distance you've traveled, your grid reference, etc. You can make those boxes bigger and just have a smaller Brilliant. number. Excuse your flexibility. Anything else that it does? Uh, the other thing I noticed, I mean, there's a massive list on SatMap's website of what they've done and improved. <coughs> but the other thing that I, when I went through the list, I always look for things straight away that stand out. It looks like the some of the new software that they've released is improving battery life as well, which is always good. That, 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 it, it, like you said, it's a mini computer. So they're looking at the way the SatMap processes data and can we improve that? Can we make it extend the battery life so i noticed one of the the benefits of the new software is it's improving battery life fantastic and the, that sat map's got a tremendous sat map actually 20 got the best battery on the market already to improve it is just yeah, it's got a large 5000 milliampere battery but what i would say to you if you're looking at these new softwares and wondering what they've changed the best place to find that out is actually if you go to sat maps website sat www.satmap.com look under the heading at the top that says support and then you get an option called software updates and then you'll be able to see active 20 software and it lists everything that they've added to these new softwares so you'll get a full comprehensive list brilliant so to summarize then there's this beta version of software out it's it's turn by turn route but i saw satmap calling this snap to foot snap to bike so that's the way it's snapping to the route it's uh, coming you have to have wi-fi access uh, to use it and then also in the latest update as andy's just said we can change our data boxes we can change the fields we can change the uh, and improves the battery life but as andy says if you go onto the satmap website you can uh, find out more there i should have pointed out if you know you put this beta software on you think oh i've got a software that's not been fully tested you always get the option on the wi-fi page or via satsync to roll back to the latest fully tested version which was released in january so you always get the option to roll back if you decide you don't want the beta version on your unit it's worth doing though isn't it i think i, it's down, down I, I like putting it on to test it you know it adds new features and Fantastic. So the next thing on today's pod podcast is Garmin Basecamp. The updates at last are just around the corner. So the first question, Andy, is what's Garmin Basecamp? Yes, yeah, so Garmin Basecamp, if you haven't used it before, with your Garmin GPS device, it's a free piece of software. You download from Garmin and this bit of software goes on a Windows computer, as long as you've got Vista Service Pack 2 or newer, or a Mac computer, as long as you've got operating system 10.10 or newer. And with this software on your computer, with your GPS device plugged into your computer with a USB cable, it lets you view the maps that are on your GPS device, plan routes, mark waypoints on the software to send to your GPS device. It lets you manage what's on your GPS device. So if you've got your GPS full of stuff you don't want anymore, you can easily delete stuff that's on your GPS. I like the fact you can review your track recordings. So with this software again on your computer, you can look at track recordings in your GPS to see where you've walked and cycled. 
and uh, and finally with the software i know there's other ways you can do this as well you can check for updates mm-hmm. on your gps unit as well so it's, it's, it's free so if you're a garmin user why wouldn't you be using it it's free and you just download it and uh, again we've got videos and on, online resource to how to get to grips with it so i'm going to quickly read the the statement out from garmin this copy of this on our website i put on yesterday so we're still waiting to hear more but this week uh, we, we see the following statement from garmin it says Next month, Garmin is releasing new versions of Basecamp that provide improved data security. That's uh, quite topical with what's been going on at Facebook at the moment. (laughs) At that time, Garmin retire the cloud storage options. Be sure to export your user data from Garmin cloud storage before May the 21st, 2018. In addition, Basecamp allows you to configure your favorite cloud storage provider as a replacement so you can keep your favorite waypoints in the same place you store your other important files. Please note, data will no longer be available from Garmin Cloud Storage after May the 21st, 2018. Detailed instructions for exporting your user data can be found in our FAQs. If you've used Garmin Basecamp with Garmin Adventures, which we'll discuss a little bit by, thank you for your participation in the online community for the past five years. It's with sorrow we announce that the end of Garmin Adventures, any adventures that you've created in Basecamp will remain on your local computer, but will be moved from the online community after May the 21st, 2018. You will still be able to create Garmin Adventures on your computer and load them to your Garmin device. See our Basecamp Support Centre content if you need more assistance. Please take action prior to May the 21st, 2018. If you are no longer a current user of this data, it's already saved elsewhere. Please disregard this email. Oh, right. So they're going to change a few things. So, first of all, we've got a couple of things to look at here. Garmin iCloud. I keep it iCloud. Sorry. That's probably a Mac. <laughs> Garmin Cloud Stories and Garmin Adventures. So, firstly, what's Garmin's Cloud Storage? Yeah. The Garmin Cloud Storage was a function on Garmin's Basecamp software where you had a login option along the menus along the top. And if you created a Garmin account when you registered your GPS device, you could log in on the Basecamp software. And you had an option where when you saved routes and tracks, you could right click on these routes and tracks that you save on the software and say, save to my Garmin cloud. And it used to sync across, so you could have that cloud on all your different computers and then it would sync. The idea was if you then went to another computer, you could be away from home, you could log into a friend's computer and log in as yourself and retrieve those routes and tracks. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't have that many customers using it because what we found is when you brought the data back via the cloud onto another computer, it wasn't organized with your all the folders you created. It was just a list of routes right. and tracks and it didn't sync the any bird's eye map images or anything like that. But some customers were using it. Um, I've got it when I finish this section, I've got a bit I'm going to mention about another way to back up the software that we tend to use. Mm-hmm. But it was just a way of storing stuff remotely. And, and obviously with this new update, it sounds like they're going to give you the option to save for safety the stuff that you you want to back up onto your own if you already use something like John mentioned iCloud if you're a Mac mm-hmm. user. So if you've never heard of Garmin's cloud storage, actually you don't need to do anything because actually more than likely most people have not used it. If you're using it, as Andy says, we need to back this up and then we're ready for this uh, this deadline. Garmin Adventures, I'm, I'm quite sad to see this go. I like Garmin Adventures, and I know when we do courses uh, second day and we do about base camp, I, I, I do like Garmin Adventures. So... Quickly, Andy, what's Garmin Adventures? Garmin Adventures was basically a a way where if you've done a a recording in your GPS, say, of a walk, you could come back in the software, and in the software, you could look at that walk, and you could add, you could 
um, use an option called create an adventure from your walk and all you do what, what an adventure means is you're adding more information about that walk you've just done it could be photographs information uh, as in text about how easy the walk was is it suitable for someone with young children um, someone in a wheelchair whatever it might be you could add extra information and then you were able to share it with the, the Garmin community in the same way you could use a search box in the Garmin software in the Garmin Basecamp search for a, say a place name and if there was any Garmin adventures that other people had done exactly the same as you sharing um, a route to walk with photographs and information you could pull that into the software to send to your GPS device. Yeah so uh, I think it's quite I say it's, it's a way Garmin users would share their share their routes and walks and things so I think it's, yeah but I, I suspect there's some security issues I think this is maybe why they're this closing down with, with the future there. I mean, so. I mean the two things they're saying though if you've already got adventures you've downloaded that weren't yours they'll stay on your computer you when we say you can create your own adventures it just means you're looking at a track recording you've done adding some extra information and some photographs for you to use yourself in the future so you'll still be able to do that and just going back to the bit um the cloud as well one thing i was going to mention what i have a lot of customers doing i, I don't know if you realize this was available in Basecamp, but we always recommend you do a hard backup on a regular basis anyway so on garmin Basecamp, it's as simple as there's a menu on a mac or a windows called file backup and then you just say, where do you want to back up the software to? You could back it up to a memory pen. And then to be honest, if you had the backup on a memory pen and you want another computer yeah. or a friend's computer, you can use File Restore. So you've always had that function, which I'm assuming will still be with the new software, hopefully, mm -hmm. just to do a file backup. As I said originally, it's a while since Garmin's done any work on Basecamp. Is it two years since we've had an update? It's certainly over a year. <sighs> I mean, if it's getting to two years, um, it could be. So that's for both Basecamp, um, for Mac and Windows. So... Hopefully there'll be other things they're going to be adding to the software. We don't know yet, as John said from the statement, but it'd be nice to see if there's other features added or, or maybe just improvements like the software really, it is due an update. Yeah, so I say we just got an email and that's, we got an email and then whenever some of the people in the industry, they can afford it onto us. So I can, my inbox on Weber Morning was was full of all these uh, statements. So fingers crossed that Garmin utilize this and, and update other aspects of the software. But again, um, the statement's on our website um, and I'm actually linking to it for the newsletter that's going out in an hour's time. Um, we're going to link to that. So uh, the big, I suppose the big deadline is this May the 21st, so it doesn't give us very long. Uh, May the 21st, you need to stop using uh, the cloud storage. And if you want to download uh, Garmin Adventures, do that before then because these things are going to disappear and we'll, uh, we'll more than likely uh, review it in future podcasts and see what the changes are like. Next thing on the podcast is Andy's top tips. So Andy's top tips for both Garmin and SatMap. So the Garmin tip, it's something we've already mentioned. I'm just going to go into it in a little bit more detail. If you've bought a unit from us now that has this new mapping called Topo Pro, whether it be the 1 to 25 or 1 to 50 version, we recommend that you set up a new pro, a new what we call the new activity profile if you're using the Oregon 700s or Etrex Touches for the national parks to get the best out of this um, new new mapping. Now, if you're buying a unit from us, we'll actually set that profile up now for if you want, but you may have bought a unit from us and then bought the mapping at a later date, so you need to set up that profile. So basically in your units, if you've got a Garmin new generation Oregon 700 E-Trex Touch, you're just going in, into your setup and you've got an option in setup, setup sorry, called activities. And it just says create new activity and you get the option to give it a name, something like hike national park, um, 
pick a symbol and then the main thing is you go in and tell it that you're hiking in the routing we've done a video showing you how to do this and it just means if you're using this new topo pro mapping and you're in a national park rather than having to change settings you've already got for when you're not in a national park you've got a new profile set up um so that's, that's what i'd recommend you do with the government and as Andy says there's a video and our online resource so if you go to our website gpstraining.co.uk click on online resource and you can log into the online resource and uh, we've put a video in the top tips i think garmin top tips so in the garmin top tips we've only got it for the oregon 700 at the minute but that actually covers the e-trex touch and we will for those you're using an older style like a montana or a 64s unit with os mapping we are going to show you how you go into basically set up and profiles on that unit. Yeah. We'll be doing some videos in the coming weeks showing you how you set up a profile on those that's units. That's brilliant. So that's your Garmin top tip for this month and SatMap now, Andy. Yep, so SatMap, again, it's coming on from what we said earlier about checking for updates and these new beta updates. I've had a number of customers call me about when they connect their SatMap Active 20 unit to the Wi-Fi. So what happens is you go onto the Wi-Fi page, you say, you know, connect it, manage your Wi-Fi network. You put in your, your Wi-Fi password, and then what you'll see at the top of the Active 20 screen, um, it's just to the right of the the, the, the the screen title page, you get like the little symbol. It's like a, a series of blue curved conical shapes. It, it's like that Wi-Fi radar symbol to show that you're connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. They're a blue color. Now, what a lot of customers are trying to do is then do the software update, manage updates, and it's not happening. It's not showing that there's any updates available. What you've actually got to do when you connect your Active 20 to Wi-Fi, it then has to connect and sync with SatMap server. The way you know that it's connected to SatMap server, where you have these blue curved conical, sort of the Wi-Fi radar symbol in the top right of the screen, you'll notice you normally have to leave it on a few minutes. You'll get a little colored dot, solid dot appear below those curved conical right. shapes. That means you're now connected to the SatMap server. And then if you go on to uh, the manage updates and check for updates, it'll let you. It does, When you go onto the Wi-Fi, it doesn't automatically, sometimes it must depend on what their server's doing. Yeah. You have to just give it a few minutes to connect and look for that little solid dot. That's brilliant. I never knew that. That's a really good top tip for SatMap users. And we have an extra top tip this month. Um, comment on our podcast uh, feed from a guy called Ken. Now, I think Ken must be using the 125,000 Topo Pro mapping because he says, maybe a tip for your next podcast. Uh, I was using Basecamp earlier for downloading some walks around Moffitt's area of Dumfries and Galloway. I couldn't work out why I could not see the OS map on Basecamp and, and my, with my Garmin connected. It turns out uh, that they're calling this area the north of England rather than southern Scotland. So if people um, don't know, with the Topo Great Britain Pro, um, it's not just one map set, is it? It's a four or five, five. So five this is if you're sets. using the one to 25. It's actually the Topo Pro one to 25 or the Garmin Discoverer Premium 1 to 25 mapping. Yes, that's when you right. go to your maps menu in Basecamp, there's five areas like North England and Isle of Man, West England, East England. And obviously there's a couple of, I think there's two options for Scotland. Yeah. But for some reason, then Dumfries <laughs> and Galloway, you have to pick the North England one. So apologies for our Scotland uh, customers. We've decided to put Dumfries in uh, Northern England for so, some yeah, reason, so our Garmin have. That's brilliant. That's on the 125,000 map cards that you get from Garmin. So thank you, Ken, for that. It's very much appreciated. If anybody has any other top tips they come across, just drop us an email and we can incorporate them into future podcasts. And then finally, on today's podcast, we're going to look at our top tips that we produced every week for our online resource. I put this story in and um, because yesterday, um, 
all I did was edit. Um, Andy's very good at creating the videos, and I edit them all. So Andy was spent, uh, over the last couple of weeks created loads of top tip uh, videos, and I just spent yesterday just editing them, uploading them. What we used to do, a little bit of the history of these top tips, um, we do a Friday newsletter, hopefully you receive that at 11.45 every Friday, and uh, we used to put two top tips down at the bottom, so we did this for a number of years, it was just, it was just written top tips, and we kind of sat down, how can we move this forward, because actually you start recycling those things, and we started, like, why do we do video top tips? Uh, without really realizing the amount of work this would involve. So we started doing video top tips, but we started putting this online resource, this online resource that we keep talking about that we produce. So we started putting um, them in there and 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 they're really good. So um, that we've got so many of them now because we do two new ones every week. We try and do one Garmin, one SatMap, but there's something um, that's big. I know last week we did about the turn-by-turn -turn routing, about setting up the profiles and things. Those were two Garmins last week because it was quite uh, big uh, what was going on with the change of the mapping. Um, so we do these top tips uh, and they go in the online resource. So online resource is this area that you can access. You get it free if you buy a GPS unit from us or it's £25 uh, a year. Um, and again, it, you're just saying that via uh, PayPal. When you log into the online resource, you just go to courses. If you're a Garmin user, Garmin, and then uh, units, uh, sorry, Garmin-units, and then there's some Garmin top tips at the bottom. Um, if you're SatMap, you just go to courses, then SatMap, and then you see your SatMap top tips there. And as well as the units, we do ones on Basecamp as mm -hmm. well, don't yeah. we? So we do Garmin Basecamp, and there's top tips there for Mac users and Windows PC, users. Windows users. I think we're going to end up putting them actually within the actual product. I think we're going to end up doing that um, a little bit, because actually we can start off with one or two, but now some of them have got you know, like 10, so you scroll down. So it gives you a really good overview of the key things that uh, that you can use. And I've just written down a few of the uh, things that we've done in top tips or Andy's done in top tips. Like if you're a, a base camp for Mac users, we're kind of converting a route to a track to remove your waypoints, copying, reversing your route, back up your bird's eye mapping. No, for the Windows user, we've done exporting your track recording from Basecamp as a GPX file, email to a friend or as a KML, so you can view it in Google Earth. Garmin units, of course, battery save options of all the units. We've done it for every individual unit. Track back function, again, for every uh, specific unit. Sat map, adjusting the volume and tone settings for both Active 10, 12, and 20. Updating profiles um, for the, both the Active 10 and 12 as well. Battery save options for 10, 12 and 20. Updating profiles, this is what we were talking about before on Active 20. Removing the battery. Uh, removing the batteries is a little bit awkward, isn't it? So we- um, Top tip <laughs> video on how you get the battery out, yeah. Uh, Active 20, toggle on and off uh, your primary scheme. Fitting and replacing the USB cover. And I uploaded these last night, or yesterday, and I said to Andy, how many videos do you think we have on YouTube? Now a lot of them are not listed, so they're not public. Andy guessed, did you say 100? He said 120. Yeah. And there was over 400, just 400 videos that we've done uh, on YouTube. They're all embedded within this online resource. Now, they're not all top tips, of course. They're like showing people how to use their units. Uh, but it's uh, there's some really good ones there. And I say we try and bring two new ones in every week. So there's quite a bit of uh, production uh, before our newsletter go out. So if you want to see all these top tips, you just go into our online resource, go to gpstraining.co.uk, click on, on resource, online resource at the top, and then if you've bought a unit from us or you subscribe to the online resource, just log in. 
Alternatively, um, you can just sign up and say £25 a year or alternatively, give us a call here at GPS Training and we will uh, sign you up to that and just take your credit card details over the telephone. It's good, isn't it? And it's good. It's yeah. a good resource and these top tips are good. The top tips are shorter videos because we've got the base, you know, base camp's a good example. We've got lots of long videos in base camp that show you doing something from start to finish and I often get customers saying, well, I only need to know and it might be a very small part of that video. That's why we're adding these shorter videos where it just goes straight to the point on something that you're trying to do in the software or on the unit. And a lot of these have come from telephone calls. Somebody rings up and says, I'm having problems doing this. How to do this? How do I get rid of my waypoints? And and and, and he puts the phone down after speaking and says, I'll do a top tip on that. So he writes yeah. a list and then we, uh, when, when we're a bit quiet, he goes off into the room and does the top tips and then we edit them and uh, we have a back we have backlog and then um, um, we, we'll, we'll get them online as we do the newsletter every week. So to finish off podcast number eight, many thanks for listening and let us know if you'd like us to cover anything else in future podcasts. Um, give us a call, especially if you're thinking of buying a new GPS unit and also have a look at both our physical GPS courses and also our webinars. Just go to gpstraining.co.uk and click on GPS training courses. Please do tell your friends about the podcast and also about GPS training. And don't forget, you can watch a recording of our podcast on our Facebook page, which is GPS Training UK, or our YouTube channel, which is GPS Training. And don't forget to RST our podcast. Rate our podcast on iTunes. S is for subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen to. And T is tell your friends both about GPS training, about the GPS training podcast. Please help us spread the word and let people know the work that we're doing. Many thanks to Andy for joining for me, uh, joining me, sorry, on our eighth ever GPS training Thank podcast. You. And we look forward to uh, list, uh, doing this again, same time next month. Thanks for watching and listening. Mm -hmm.